Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Monday, 15th of May, 2017. Lauren Clark with the Mother's Day Hangover. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Sue Farrell. How are you? Good. Did you uh, let your hair hang down, as they say in uh, Hallmark? You know how I feel about days like that, Stu. You've been, you we've been it. through this before. You've made me look like a curmudgeon before. Curmudgeon is not the right word. You've made me look like a fun hater. You are um, a fun hater. Because I don't think, I don't believe in things like that. I think you don't they believe are, in fun. I, it's not that I don't believe in fun. It's that I believe in fun every day. I don't believe in, here's a <laughs> special day where because the bosses that run our neoliberal, you know, <laughs> consumerist <laughs> world tell us that we have to yes. celebrate a certain version of motherhood, which is hey, every, hey, everyone's hey, family needs to be the same. And they I almost... looked mm. at Facebook yesterday, Lauren Clark, and I mm. am amazed by how amazing everybody's amazing mothers are, okay? And how everyone happened to have married the best mother in the world or have had the best mother in, and everyone. So who gets the worst ones, I ask? Because Look, everyone's got uh, the best ones on Sunday. Lots of people do and lots of people don't have them around anymore and it's a, one of those things where it, yeah. just, it, it perpetuates Rubs this it in idea your face. that's not uh, – that's it, exactly. Uh, but having said that, like everyone – I can see why people like to do it because they like to make somebody feel special. But for me, it's an arbitrary thing and um, I, 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 I just kind of – I resent being told when I'm supposed to perform that version of, uh, you know what I mean? Like, is this mm. something very... But I th- would have thought you would have taken the opportunity to uh, lay back Indulge. in bed and <laughs> have some vegan pancakes with uh, organic yogurt on them and uh, some I saw mi- somebody, minced kale. Yeah. I saw somebody during the week and she said, I'm working my bum off so that I can have the Sunday off mm. so that... Uh, I can because my, so, my kid really the kids wants me can to have some toast. Yeah, exactly. Like she's like, isn't that ironic? I'm I'm really just stressing myself out so that I can m- perform this role for everybody else of me looking pleased and relaxed on a, t- on a day mm. when I'd otherwise be getting a few things done. Um, yeah, yeah. I did. I no. I did have uh, several. Um, uh, you know, all of the cliches of because the schools. Mm-hmm. take up, uh, run with this because it's a way that they can uh, do a little bit of fundraising. So they have yeah. like a stall where you where people buy donate junk. stuff in the week before mm. and then you buy junk the next week. And I got uh, a rubber duck for the bath that my uh, kid would rather, you know, enjoy straight away mm-hmm. and um, some food stuff that my kid was also rather into. So ah, I was obviously, nice. I was thrilled. The thought of mother was front and centre in those purchases, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> exactly. You know, Lauren, Lauren Clark, look. Yes. We, we have jumped the gun a little because we have a special announcement. And we do. It's, it's probably our most favourite type of announcement here at the Stupid Small Podcast. And again, uh, last week, apologies for a bit of a stunted week. We, we came out blasting out of the blocks yeah. and then both of us actually got sick more than anything else. We did. Uh, it was, we it got, was a bit we odd. Got, even you, even you who don't get sick got sick. My lungs decided it, to stop working. It was a really, oh, it was mm. a very pleasant week for me, uh, let me tell you. And a special yeah. shout out to stupidly small listener, uh, Deirdre, who came uh, around, who happens to also be my mother-in-law, basically. Mm-hmm. She came around and basically lived in my house so that I oh. would, could function as a human. Anyway, sp- sp- talk about mothers who are awesome. Anyway, what were mm. you saying? Big announcements, Stu Farrell. 
happy Mother's Day for yesterday for all the mothers out there, okay? I, I am on the record, apparently, as being anti-kids, but I'm not anti-mothers. So if we can get that <laughs> clarification, that's fine. Now, Lauren Clark. Yes, too far. Uh, right here, there is only one way that we can – well, there's two ways. We, uh, yeah. we, we lean heavily on, uh, on the jackpot or – we yes. have stupidly small podcast sponsors, oh, and right. this, we have one this week. It's been a couple of weeks, actually. I think because um, a couple of weeks, you yeah, because we haven't been spruiking. We've been a bit off and on, and um, yeah. the t-shirt orders are, are accumulating in the inbox. Oh, as there we are speak. a few people who have emailed yes. about t-shirts. So yeah. I will. I will get onto those. We we are going to try and resume normal trans, transmission slowly and surely, rather than just rush into it and promise as I would do and then get yes. it wrong. We're doing it the yes. Lauren Clark way. Promise nothing and deliver yeah. more. Now this week's <laughs> stupidly small podcast sponsor, Lauren Clark, is something close to your heart. It is a book. It's a it new is novel. Too feral. It is. And have you got by, a? Have you got, got a copy? Copy yes. in your hot little hand. We've got a bookshop down this way. It's very exciting, the um, cover. I quite like it. Uh, But Stu, not only is it a book, it's a book by a stupidly small family member, uh, Mel Campbell, who people will remember, long-time listeners, and hello to you, will remember from – she used to come in and just talk any manner of amazingly interesting, completely – Those movie reviews. No, no, no. She, she basically, it, Mel Campbell. If you could, if we could, because we did enjoy well, having guests, it just got too hard to organise. But if yeah. you could get Mel Campbell to just sit next to you and you'd go just name a topic and go, there you go, talk about that. It'd be interesting. Anyway, Mel Campbell has paired up with Anthony Anthony Morris, who and they're both basically film critics, like you just said. Right. And the what do books, you think of critics? The books, oh my god, really? What do you think mm. of critics? Yeah, just one. let's pause that for a minute because what I'm going to do okay. is actually describe. So the book is called The Hot Guy Stew. So it's amazing that somebody's written Thank a book you. about you. Title, um, I know. I can't believe my <laughs> biography is out so soon, so early in my career. <laughs> uh, it's not. Uh, it's not actually that. The Hot Guy no. is a book about. It's basically a rom com. It's your favourite form, Stu. It is. I, I, I get myself a big rom-coms. tub of ice cream and a bag of uh, Tim Tams, and I sit there with my moccasins. You know, and you joke, cry. but you actually do love rom coms. This is something that I found amazing. Oh, you, I'd I like I to clarify that. I, I like a decent rom com. There are right. so many poor examples of the form. That, What's your uh, best? What's your fave? Oh, well, see, this is how much of an expert I am. I, I don't really have one. I, I see. I consider Legends of the Fall a rom com, even though there's no com. Right. But there's a lot yeah. of rom. <laughs> so maybe I'm like a rom drum, which is a, a romantic right. drama. Right. Uh, so I, I over as I get older, I think rom drums are better than rom coms. Rom drums. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a rom com, and mm. I have. If you you would have read it cover to cover by now, Stu, you've had it for about a week. Have you read it? If if the cover to cover consists of one and a half pages, so I started reading it on a train, <laughs> and because I wanted to look smart. Jeez, so I pulled read it one out. and a half pages, Mel. This is a massive compliment actually, no, to me. Mel, I've actually read to oh, you know, I think I almost read the first chapter, which is only five oh. pages long. But oh. the thing is, oh. I, I had an issue. I had an issue on the train because I was, I, I had to sort of cover the cover a bit because I didn't want to be seen to be reading a book called The Hot Guy. I don't know why. Oh, you're such a loser. I, honestly, I am. I am admitting it. He, right you, here and now. You are. That's just so that's It looked like I was reading my teenage daughter's book. And it's not for teenage girls. Oh, because you're it's a, so. Oh, how are the stereotypes coming out of your... Listen, well, I if, don't care. if uh, 
I there's a book that I've been that I've been meaning to read and everybody says is amazing mm. called I Love Dick. <laughs> and the first well, it's time also a Kevin Bacon uh, Netflix series or something. The first it? time I saw somebody mm. reading it, it was on the tram and I thought awesome. Yeah, like, I like this guy. J- no, no, I just like I like the I like somebody who can read something on the on public transport that for instance, quite often Kent. you'll mm. see somebody no, perhaps not. Perhaps right. not. Well, what was you reading, reading research? Something slightly incongruous on the tram. Yeah, I reckon if you're reading Mein Kampf for research, maybe don't read it in public. That's my advice right. to you. That is about where I draw the line of like, yes, I will consider oh, that. So there is, I will oh, so, judge. Okay, so there is a line. Oh, so there's a I'm line. not allowed to have a line, but you're allowed to Really? Have a line. That's interesting. Hitler's my line, my friend. Hitler is my line. Anyway, the hot guy is our sponsor Very this week. Very unoriginal line. We are yes. sponsored by a hot guy this week. And the book is available in all good bookshops. Um, Mel does uh, the Rereaders podcast, which I'll also mm-hmm. put a link up to. And we've but plugged you in should, the But you should check out the book. It's true. But, uh, but you, uh, you should check out the book. I must confess I haven't finished it. But uh, it's one of those things where – I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. You should read it's the book. It's really anyway. enjoyable. It's a great book. I, um, and I've only read oh, the first wow. chapter. Wow. But I, no, seriously, I'm actually going to read this book. I – the last book I tried to read was that uh, Nikki Sava book. What was that called? Um, uh, Pete, Pete and Tony's Great Love. And, <laughs> yeah. and I was enjoying that, but I, it's still sitting on my bedside table gathering dust halfway done. Mm. I can see the hot guy being finished before uh, the, the Nikki Sava book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a, what um, a that's, massive That is high call. price. Uh, it really is. For, coming from Stu Farrell, that's amazing. It's out through uh, Echo Publishing. Have a look at echopublishing.com.au. The Hot Guy by Mel Campbell and Anthony Morris is this week's Jubilee Small podcast sponsor, and we thank them very dearly. We certainly do. Um, listen, Stu, I went <clears throat> the other day to somebody's house. Huh. I know. I was, I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah I know you were. Went, went to somebody's house, and it was... And I turned up and it was, and she had, so she had a whole lot of different people over. She had somebody who was there to do some cleaning. She had somebody who was there to, no, she's got a cleaner. Lots of people have cleaners. Um, Yeah, sure. Um, she's, uh, it was, it was the palace that I was visiting. It was a visiting mm-hmm. the a palace the queen? and uh, she was really, um, a little bit busy, mm-hmm. but, uh, no. So anyway, you're not allowed to take, you're not allowed to destroy this person in my time. I know because I know the person and she, she's lovely. She's a very lovely person. She is. I'm, I'm, I'm just... It's the person I spoke about last time who has a pet lizard and a, you know, pet rabbit and a pet she's got guinea a, pig. Two a rabbits, two guinea pigs. Some animal. Yeah. Uh no they stayed they was yeah they they don't, they were outside when we went today anyway okay. yesterday whenever last week anyway so <laughs> um but I turned up and there was there was the cleaner and there was the there was somebody cool painting and there was somebody mm-hmm. fixing something right yeah and she go and we were over filming there for a reality lunch. show yeah I know it was a little bit funny because she had us over for lunch and she goes. Chef? No, there wasn't a chef or a butler. Right. <laughs> I love that you picture you've got of her. Anyway, her house. Anyway, so she goes, it's lunchtime and she goes, hey, guys, stop work. Come and have a thing. And she's bought them all these like ridiculously amazing food from some gourmet joint down the road that she knows all the people and blah, blah, blah. She's just a hilarious human being. Anyway, so we're sitting down to lunch with these guys and 
we all start talking and somebody says, what are you, uh, what, what, what do you do for work or something, right, to her? Mm-hmm. And she starts talking and if it was a movie, it would cut to, uh, it would be a bit of a montage. So it would cut to like the next bit, which is her describing how she helps uh, young people uh, understand the legal system. And then it would cut to like the, the builder guy asking, oh, so uh, why, who are you helping? Who are you helping? Like, who is it? Who are these kids? And then you cut to like 10 minutes later and it would be her defending the legal system, like saying, yeah, well, you know, all we're, all we're doing is we're teaching them that the legal system, you know, you need to know your rights and blah, blah, blah. And then you'd cut to like 10 minutes later it's a, it's like a nearly brawl. Right. It, it degenerated so fast, right? This, there was suddenly, it was, it was like a, you know, in a, in theatre sometimes, <laughs> you know, in Of theater. course I do. Uh, I've seen the story but, of O. <laughs> we, it's not like the story of O at all. We're oh. in, we're in a, an enclosed space. Different people who wouldn't like who who whose opinions di- could not differ more more in if they tried, mm. and this conversation just just went to the pointiest part of itself. It just it got really away from itself really fast, and suddenly we were having this conversation about like you know um, why should why should if some kid you know, gets drunk and drives on the wrong side of the road because he's wasted. Oh, Why nice. shouldn't he go to an adult jail for the whole rest of his life? And somebody else saying, well, what if this? And the other person saying, what if that? Like really quickly it got into yeah. like um, – and it got into like big questions. Like because then one of them said – one of them said, uh, you know, you – uh, the thing is, you know, th- why didn't why don't people go to prison for longer for um, why don't people go to prison for long longer for certain offences? I'm gonna keep things a little bit G-rated, but mm. uh, for uh, sexual offences and the other and and then I said, well, look, look, look I agree that the um, legal system is ancient and it's steeped in all these ancient traditions and it's very it's it's basically it's the it's the most patriarchal blah blah that's not what i meant anyway it just got like you, nobody could take sides it it went it degenerated from this like lovely little luncheon yeah <laughs> to just like nearly war well you know what you're describing what working in a warehouse see for People like your friend and yourself who are, you know, you don't do that sort of work. Yes. It's essentially, it, it's one of two things actually. It's either like reading the uh, small paper here in Melbourne, the Herald Sun. Yeah. Uh, read, reading the comments. Or it's like working in a warehouse where you have a a, a very sort of diverse mix. But yeah. in a lot of ways, the mix only get information or opinion from a very small source and have very strong opinions that look let me let me just say yes this uh locking the kids up thing at the moment is very topical here in victoria like just last week we had uh, young people were banned from being locked up in an adult's prison now yeah um i hear some commentators describe them as children okay yeah these children shouldn't be locked up in an adult jail is a call 
Yeah. And then you hear uh, maybe the guards or people that don't don't have as uh, not soft, but um, uh, black and white view of it, saying, or they have a more black and white view of it. These are not children. The the and they are in fact seventeen year old blokes that are built like brick outhouses and and yeah. you know and uh, uh, violent. Not and, and and a lot of the time they come from very most of the time almost all the time come from very. Uh, dysfunctional backgrounds. Yeah. Um, so if you're seeing someone, if you if you don't see anything but, right? Yeah. A a six foot four, seventeen year old gorilla. Yeah. Smashing someone over the head with a bat or destroying property, yeah. and, and you don't have a, a much of a view other than monkey bad, monkey smash person or thing, yeah. monkey get locked up. Yeah. Uh, that's where that angry response comes from. I whereas know. A, a more nuanced. You know, <laughs> It, what you're describing is just something I've come across a million times working in mixed workplaces. And yeah. It's very interesting to hear you encounter it. Well, it's, well I've, I've encountered things like this before, but it was one of those things where I just went – it was interesting because I spoke – I sort of stayed a little bit out of it, but I, I did – there was smart. There was one bit where um, I just realised – that thing of where you uh, believe what you're going to believe, you know, mm. you, you believe what you've believed from the start was really true where um, he, I'd say something and he would literally say, well, let's put that to, si- that, that to one side for a moment. Mm. In other words, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to take that on board. Here's what I'm saying. He'd just repeat himself. Yep. And I was saying, no, no, but you see those two things are linked in the following way. And it, did, it wasn't until... I taught, and I've read about this. Remember, this is the, when you talk about confirmation bias and mm. the way people um, receive information and the way they understand what other people think of them and all that stuff. Is that it was if you tell it as a personal story and you say, I believed this and then this changed my mind. Yeah. Or if you say, you know, you don't have to believe me. Uh, I don't mind, but here's a personal story ab- about my self-discovery. People often go, oh, and they kind of come come around a little bit more. They tend to respond more to the personal. Is what you're yeah, and also if they if they believe that you're like not trying to sell them something, you see what I mean. So if you're not like, here's the truth. Then, if you're if you're shouting, here's the truth at someone, you're not likely to convince them. But you if, get a job on Sky News or Fox. Yeah, News that's or right. Yeah. Whereas if you are a little bit nuanced about things mm. and you say, oh, you know, I started out thinking this, but then I I learnt this, or you know, I don't mind what you think; it doesn't bother me. But here, people but, don't respond to that. Like if you're talking in a media perspective, people don't I'm like not, hearing that. People want to hear no, 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 on talking. radio ranting. Yeah, you know, no, I'm not. Listen, I'm not talking about a media perspective. Right. I'm talking about when you. Well, it's true though. If you hear somebody, <coughs> excuse me, ring up a radio station, mm-hmm. and they say, you know, I I believed this, and then I changed my mind, and I thought this, and it occurred to me that that, and and they sound like a human being. You're you're more okay. likely to listen to what they're saying than if they ring up and go. Listen to me, John. My blah 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 blah. You know, and just like go, get on one. That you know, unless mm. you agree with that. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's this. Anyway, so I ended up. T- I ended up telling this story about which I've told you, and I think I've told on the podcast before about going to the sentencing advisory bureau event. Remember, where the, I, it was all about sentencing, and it was yeah. very controversial. And there were all these people in the audience who had. 
you know, one of them had had a um, lost her father in an accident where the uh, other driver was, you know, done for culpable driving and was drunk and it was a tragedy, right? And And shouldn't have been on the road and her father died. So she was there and there was somebody else there who's like brother had done time and was talking about you know rights for prisoners and stuff so there were there was all this there were all these interest groups in the room and it was a fascinating room to be in because there was a lot of anger and a lot of confirmation bias and stuff mm-hmm. and by the end of this conversation so they'd have this big ch- they had this big chat and they started off and uh, the guy who ran it said uh, Ari Freiberg said chuck your hand up if you you know if you believe he 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 he, uh, he did a hypothetical situation which is based on a real case and he said tell me how many years these people should go away for and people put up their hands all across the room and there were people saying you know no time at all and people saying tons of time the rest of his life blah 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 it was just all over the place and by the end of the hour of talking and <coughs> excuse me <coughs> telling more and more facts about the case so that yeah you 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 um and not picturing the 15-ton gorilla. You're picturing mm-hmm. a 15-ton gorilla who's had this happen and who the, you know, the son was in this position when he was driving and, like, all this stuff. And uh, by the end, uh, he, they did, he did the thing again, the survey, and he said, stick your hand up if you reckon this long, stick your hand up if you reckon this long. And they stuck their hand up and it, most of the room agreed by the end of the hour on exactly the the exact same amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then he revealed that that's the amount of time that the court decided in the real case. Right. So actually humans, when we're given all the facts and we talk to each other and we hear nuance and we hear, we, and we see other people across the room crying because their father, this or their brother, that Mm -hmm. we realize, Oh, okay. So like, there's a lot more to it. But having said that, I do still agree that there is a lot of, um, you know, the court system is certainly not perfect and there's a lot of uh, horrible, I, I said sexism, Guy didn't agree with me. But um, anyway, but it was just, it was interesting how quickly it went from from like zero to a thousand and then there was this thing later where we just were all uh, we we sort of went okay, and that's lunch. Cool. Well, that's See ya. Uh, <laughs> the great perfect example of don't mention politics at Christmas. Now, Lauren Clark also. Is. Yes. The other thing is uh, very timely reminder by you because it, we it, we may be a week late or or just in time. Is the law week weekend the weekend just gone, or is it the one approaching? Oh, I reckon it was just gone. Oh, oh, actually, I don't know. Maybe it's next week. Keep an eye on your calendar, and if Lauren finds the right link, and we're not uh, we're not talking about something that just occurred uh, the weekend, just gone. Uh, I, I think it might have. Yeah, no, really, that's a shame. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, what no, are you, what are you have, plugging? Gonna, no, no. Well, it's plugging Law Week. Thank but I don't much. work. I don't work for Law Week oh, anymore. No, you don't. I don't. But care. I, think, I, I think you know what the no, law is joking. bigger in this country than Lauren Clark, oh, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I, the High Court ruled that just uh, a month ago. <laughs> now, Lozzie, we've got to go. Believe it or not, there will be no mailbag. So, I know. Um, before we give our sponsor one more plug, you want to uh, know how the cops can get in contact with us, please? Uh, they can find us at stupidly big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly big on Facebook. Stupidly big on Instagram and I iTunes where you can go and give us a rating and a review. Uh, we will uh, try and keep you updated. Even if we're not doing shows, we are often on Facebook and Instagram at least. 
Um, Stu Farrell, the name of the book sponsoring today's show is The Hot Guy. Can I just give you a quick synopsis? Yes. A quick opinion? Yes. Well, it's written by uh, film critic duo Mel Campbell and Anthony Morris and packed with movie-related humour. The Hot Guy is a funny, warm, savvy and genuine rom-com with characters you won't want to kick out of bed. <laughs> it is true. It's, it's, it's funny how... It's funny when you know somebody and they create a character that you like. You know the saddest thing about that? I just thought about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think a woman has ever said, you know, when she's talking to her girlfriend as I walk down the street, I wouldn't kick yeah. her out of bed. I, I don't think I've ever been bestowed with that honour. Like, I, I think I'm very kick out of bedable. <laughs> this is a real kick in the gut. So thanks to Mel Campbell and Anthony Morris, authors of The Hot Guy, this week's stupidly small podcast uh. sponsor, and we bless them and we love them, and they, they're the sort of things that keep us going. Financially and spiritually. Thanks, Lauren Clark. <laughs> Thank you, Stuart Farrell. I'll see you tomorrow, I hope. And apologies again in advance for uh, any no-shows this week. But hopefully see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.